I feel like when you hear that he's showing up late to practice, when you hear that he's kind of getting into it with teammates, I feel like it's one of those things where they're trying to correct him on certain things and he's just not trying to hear it. And when he pulls a coverage like that, you know, they're heated because it's like, yo, you're going to do this in the game. It's going to cost us a game. You know? I feel like he's not taking it seriously because it's not even just you're late to practice or late to a meeting. It's the reason, right? Because it came out that he told him he was late because he had to get his car washed. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to get your car washed at all. You have to be at practice. It's the lunch break hot take with Jose and Rodney. We are recording. All right. What's going on, lunch breakers and takers? This is another episode of the lunch break hot take. I am Jose. And this is Rodney. And my man, Earl Thomas, is out. He is it's a sad out day in Ravens Nation. It is. It is. You know, this this is going to be a podcast that we're going to mostly uh, dedicate to Earl Thomas. Starting on Friday, this past Friday, he was sent home from training camp after after getting into an altercation with his teammate Chuck Clark. Rumor has it that he uh, he blew a coverage on a play, and Chuck Clark uh, called him out on it. He didn't appreciate the words that Chuck Clark had for him, and he punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. So he was yeah, not 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 even rumor. I mean, he 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 copped to all that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the rumor is. part is we, we, we. I mean, we don't, we're not exactly sure what was said, right? It was over, it was over uh, the, the blown coverage. So over Earl not not knowing what his job is. So basically, you know, what was going on is this isn't the first little uh, little incident he's had with the team. So this goes back from from last season when he got into it with Brandon Williams after that loss to the Cleveland Browns. Right. And they seemed like they squashed it and you know, the season went fine. He played fine, but you always got that feeling that he didn't quite fit into what the Ravens were trying to do. That's, that's what right. I, I kind of took, took away from it. And, you know, we could talk about what happened this off season uh, with, with his wife. Although I don't feel like that should factor into it because he was a victim in that situation. But, I, and I honestly, I don't think it does. I mean, you know, we, we, they're not sending DJ Fluker home. You know, right. he, was, no. he was also a victim this offseason. No, but um, I think they did. I, you know, we heard rumors from when that situation happened with Earl Thomas that they were looking yeah. into his contract. I think they were absolutely trying to use that situation to to get out of his contract. Yeah, I, I think they were they were looking for a way to get out of it. And yeah, they, they were trying to use that. But I don't I don't think for a second that that was the reason. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't it's think just so that, you know, they, they paid for an elite safety and they got a good safety. Well, I bring that up only to say that that's when I started looking at it and thinking he's not really their, you know, the, the, the right fit for the team. Cause yeah. if those rumors are true, then that tells me that they weren't fully satisfied with his play on the field, even though he, he played well for all intents mm-hmm. and purposes. I think they paid him cause they thought they're going to get a playmaker to replace CJ Mosley. Right, it, it didn't quite get that, you right. know. And I think everything else kind of, you know, fell out from there. So we hear uh, how he had been late to practice or or film study or or, or whatever. Um, and I'm sure there's a whole lot more to it than that because in the end, after he got sent home, uh, apparently the you know group of, of of leaders on the on the team basically told the coach coaching staff that they didn't want him back. So yeah. when you have when you have players saying, "Hey, we don't want this guy back," you know, he's doing something. 
Right. And and that's not, I, I wouldn't think that's, that's off field stuff. You know, that's, he's not, like you said, he's not fitting in with the team. Right. You know, and, and he's not, he's not becoming a part of that group. Right. You know, and, and they just don't want to deal with him anymore. Yeah. And, you know, so I don't know if you saw the tape. I, I did see the tape of that blown coverage and I saw Chuck Clark slam his helmet. You know, he, he was, he was pissed. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, but all we can do is speculate, but I feel like when you hear that he's showing up late to practice, when you hear that he's kind of getting into it with teammates, I feel like it's one of those things where they're trying to correct him on certain things and he's just not trying to hear it. And when he blows a coverage like that, you know, they're heated. Cause it's just like, yo, you're going to do this in the game. It's going to cost us a game. You know? I feel like he's not taking it seriously because it's not even just, you're late to practice or late to a meeting. It's the reason, right? Because it came out that he told him he was late because he had to get his car washed. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to get your car washed at all. You have to be at practice. Right. You have to be in your meetings. Right. And, and when, you, when you're doing stuff like that and then you, know, you don't have your responsibilities on the field taken care of, like you don't, you don't know the playbook, right? You yeah. don't know what coverage you're supposed to be in. It's going to rub people you know, the wrong way even more. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a Super Bowl champion. He's been to two Super Bowls. He knows what it takes. Yeah. He, he, he knows what it takes. So there's, there's no excuses, man. There, there, there really isn't. And you know what we're trying to do. We went 14 and two last year. You know what we're about, right? Um, it's, it's not, you know, like it's not time to play around. Like you got to be fully you know, locked in. And, and if your teammates don't believe in you, man, that says a lot. It really makes me question what was going on in Seattle. Because uh, he's, said he was having one of his best camps and like you're blowing coverages and skipping meetings. And I, you know, I think it honestly just boils down to you get away with more when you're making more plays on the field. And then Baltimore, you know, they put him in a different role than he was, than he was in, in Seattle. So he wasn't having the same kind of impact. Again, he he played well, but he wasn't having that same kind of impact that he had for the Seahawks. And you can't act the same way when you don't have the same impact. Yeah. Cause my thing is, look, Ravens fans, it's, it's easy to point out, the, the bad plays a player has. And, and we usually do that on the defensive side, especially if it's somebody that we're bringing in, right? Um, the two main plays that people look at for Earl Thomas last year is giving up on a Nick Chubb run and just getting completely washed by, by Derrick Henry. Never mind the fact he did that to five other players before he did that to, to Earl Thomas. He did it to everybody on that play, okay? Yeah. Earl Thomas is the only one that got spun around. He looked okay. the worst. He yeah, looked he looked the worst. The worst. But like you said, that's, just because Earl Thomas played for the Legion of Boom, people feel like he was that, that player that laid the hammer down on, on, on running backs and, and, and players. No, that was Cam Chancellor. Right? I mean, Derrick Henry is two Earl Thomases, man. I don't know why you thought he was going to make that <laughs> tackle anyway. You know? that's, why, that's why they went and drafted two middle linebackers in the first three rounds. That's why they, they brought in Calais Campbell and Derrick Wolf and moved Brandon Williams back to his natural spot. Because your whole defense got embarrassed by Derrick Henry. Look, when Brandon Williams missed that tackle, was it Brandon Williams or was it, uh, I think it was Judon. Somebody Judon. was in the backfield to get him. When they missed Judon. that tackle, yeah, when they missed the tackle, I knew he was gone. Listen, you know, it, it's funny, right? Because you know, everybody's harping on that play. Judon, Judon got embarrassed and he got franchised. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. it really is. I think it's just his, his attitude, you know, with the with the other players, I think it's really what led to it. Sure, sure. So Monday comes, he's released. 
right? I think they tried to look around to find a trade partner and they decided, you know, let's go ahead and, and go after his money. So they released mm-hmm. him um, for a uh, conduct detrimental to the team, right? And basically what they're going to try to do is uh, get out of his contract. They owed him $10 million. It's over $10 million, right? Right. Um, so there's going to be a grievance filed. And the way the language is, I feel like, the Ravens are going to lose that one. We're going to have to pay that money. So route I mean, to main Yeah, that's that's the way it, it read to me too. But I mean, I'm not a I'm not a contract lawyer, so sure, I, I don't sure. know. You know, yeah. I mean, they, they say that's probably not going to be settled until after the season. So I mean, we'll see. But they're going to have to carry. They said forty percent of that hit until that's resolved. Yeah. So that's really what 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 you know right now. Yeah. And um, honestly, I don't care. I, I don't care if we have to hold it or not. If we're not bringing in anybody, right? right. If we if if you're saying we free up ten million dollars that we can go sign Clowney, or we could trade for Yannick, you know something like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm for that. If you're saying no, we're just trying to recoup that money just because. I don't really care. Well, yeah, and I've seen a lot of people say, oh yeah, we need to get that money back because you know we we got a lot of people to resign. You know, you gotta gotta get Ronnie Stanley done. You're gonna have to get Lamar done in a couple years, and you know Marlon Humphrey. You know all these guys. That's true. But you're trying to win a Super Bowl today. Right now. Right so now. that's where that money needs to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You can you, figure out those other contracts later. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. For sure. For sure. You paid a lot of money to bring this guy in, and you should have done more homework on him before you brought him in because it's not all on Earl Thomas. Like you said earlier, uh, he was playing out of position a little bit, right? And you thought that he could make that adjustment, but you should have really taken a look at how he plays and, and what his strengths are. Well, and yeah, he did. He played well. Yeah, he did. So yeah, he wasn't he wasn't the the top safety, but he was still a good safety. But that just wasn't what they paid for. Yeah, yeah. And and for me, I mean, I, I, I know I, I, it's one of those things where, you, where I look at Baltimore all the time, and and this is from you know a, an outside perspective because I'm not a Ravens fan, so I don't follow them as closely as the Panthers necessarily, but. I hear the front office all the time saying, yeah, we went after this player. We went after that player. Uh, we tried to make a trade off for so-and-so and, and you know, it just didn't work. And, and, I, and it feels to me like they, they're really just uh, putting that out there to kind of appease the fans because yeah. they never get anything like that done. They yeah. sit and they wait and they wait and they wait and they, and they wait for something easy to come to them. Because, I mean, and you mentioned before, they wanted Teran Matthew. Why didn't you get Teran Matthew? Right. You know, you, you said you went after DeAndre Hopkins. Well, he got traded for a second-round pick and a running back. Why didn't you get that done? Right. You know, because you're not, you're, not, you're not being aggressive enough in doing that. You moved back in the draft and just hoped Lamar would fall to you. You know, and people give them credit for, for, for moving back and getting extra picks. And, oh, man, it's genius. It's not genius. It's luck. It's luck. You, yeah. don't, you don't know what other teams are going to do. And going from, from 17 back to 32 – to wait for your franchise quarterback is not smart. Yeah. Because what we're calling genius is a few teams, other teams, bad luck. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm sure there are a few teams that were looking at Lamar fall and thinking we can grab at the top of the second round Mm -hmm. and we jumped in front of them and grabbed them. That's luck. Yeah. That's, that's because, because if one of those teams tries to hop back into the first round and takes them, I mean, what are you going to do? Right. Right. But I mean, that's, that's neither here nor there. I mean, yeah, I, I think they, they thought they were getting an elite safety. They didn't get an elite safety. And I think they, they had buyer's remorse. 
Yeah, yeah. So what are we looking at for a replacement? On the team right now, Deshaun Elliott is back and he's healthy. He spent, you know, his first two years on IR. But for the, the team, most part, yeah. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, he got a little got a little action last year and the little bit that he played, he looked solid. And the team really likes him and they believe in him. And, you know, I I have a good feeling about about him, but you know, I'm not I'm not throwing all my eggs in that basket. Like we don't know how he's gonna how he's gonna pan out. Yeah, uh, for me, I'm, I wouldn't be too worried about Sean Elliott. You know, it says something that the the players and the the coaches and everybody you know believe in him that much that they're willing to just cut Earl Thomas and say, you know, Deshaun's got it. Um, even if he if he doesn't turn out to be as good as they're hoping. They, Baltimore still has the best secondary in the league. You have a guy in Jimmy Smith who doesn't even have a role on the defense right now because their corners are so good, you right. know. And and yeah, I'm not saying that it's an easy transition to move and play safety, but you can try him out there and see how it goes. So I mean, right now you're you're talking about uh, Deshaun Elliott probably getting first crack at it. Jimmy Smith gonna gonna play there some. You have uh, the ultimate warrior. You know, if he makes the team, fingers crossed. Oh yeah, uh, Nigel you know. Warrior. So I think that they'll have that they'll have that that position covered. I mean, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters on the outside, and Tavon Young in the slot. I feel like it doesn't matter a whole lot who gets that that role anyway. True. Yeah. Um. No. A- absolutely. When we paid, uh, when we paid Earl Thomas, we were just losing uh, C.J. Mosley, and I think we kind of felt like we needed a playmaker to replace him. Mm-hmm. But since then. You know, we got Marcus Peters, who is a playmaker. We brought in Calais Campbell, who was a major disruptor, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we went and signed Derek Wolf, who could also get to the quarterback. So I, I, our pass rushing should be a lot better this year, and we shouldn't have to blitz nearly as much to get to the quarterback, which means we can drop more players into coverage. And, oh, by the way, we drafted Patrick Queen, who's looking really good in, in, in camp so far. Yeah. So we had that's another potential playmaker. So we have guys on defense that can really step up and make some plays and help in coverage as well. So yeah, that that need for elite safeties isn't isn't really there. And and I feel like uh you know, it, it, this thing with Earl Thomas does go back to last season where they realized hey, he's not really fitting in here. And I honestly think that's a part of why they went to get Marcus Peters to begin with. You know, Mark, Marcus Peters was on the outs in with the Rams. Yeah. He, everybody knows he has a ton of talent. You know, yeah. He showed it in Kansas City. He showed it a, a bit in L.A. And they got him for nothing. So, yeah. you know, and, and he came in and he made an immediate impact. Like, they immediate. know he, he, he's that kind of player. And they said, hey, we're not getting what we thought we were going to get necessarily from Earl. They went and got Marcus. They gave Marcus a new contract. And now they found their chance to get rid of Thomas. Yeah. And so. I hope Deshaun Elliott works out. You know, I, I really do. Um like I said, we we only saw just a a snapshot of him, but he looked like he knew what he was doing out there. And you know, the other safety, Chuck Clark, he played last year. He took over when Tony Jefferson got hurt, and he played very solid. You know, they they yeah. re-upped him. You know, he knows what he's doing out there. Uh, he's he's kind of a leader in, in that backfield. So yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Like you know, I, I hate to see a talent like Earl Thomas just walk out the door because he is talented. He's more talented than mm-hmm. than than those other two safeties. So that's, that's yeah. not even a question. He's, the talent is there. He's a better safety. But, you know, we can, we can do without him. 
Yeah, and plus, like you said, you know, it seems like they still have Tony Jefferson on retainer. I mean, <laughs> he got he got cut, but he's out there campaigning for the Ravens for with every free agent. I'm all for bringing him back. Yeah, he's going to be healthy. Uh, I, I think he said, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks, he's going to start looking at teams. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, no, I'm I'm all for bringing him back. I'm all for bringing him back. And yeah, he's on Twitter all the time campaigning for the Ravens. I feel like maybe there's a there's a there was an understanding when they cut him that hey, once you get healthy, come right back. Yeah, and and if not, you know, Eric Reed's out there. You can take a look at him. Yeah, uh, but I I feel they'll they'll be fine at safety. The the defense is not the issue. You know, at all. It's 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 still you know a week ago this team was going to go as far as Lamar and that offense carried them. And today they're going to go as far as Lamar and the offense carry him. Yep. True. So. Now I'll say this um, so far in camp, um, you know, Hollywood looks like he's going to be a star. Yeah. Hollywood looks, he looks really good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Mark Andrews, you know, he's, he's already good. J.K. Dobbins looking really good. It's J.K. Dobbins about to get cut based off of uh, the events of this past week. He, he out there fighting too. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that gets you that gets you a ticket out of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, trying to he, fight everybody. Yeah, no, but he's looking good in practice. Um, but the problem is everybody else. I I don't know. Like I I hear Miles Boykin. I guess is looking okay. You know, Willie Sneed is Willie Sneed. You know, he's solid. Yeah. Um, but we really need Miles Boykin to step up. We really need uh, uh, Duvernay to to do something to to give us some production, and I just don't just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And so. they're, they're gonna run for three thousand yards this year. So. Yeah. Maybe Hollywood and Andrews is all they'll need. <sighs> we'll see. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. But all right, I think that's that's it for that. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, you can go to anchor.fm slash LBHT slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. You can also support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.